You're about to hear opinions that you may like. Then again, you might hear some that offend you. We don't apologize for that. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. While we push for Congress to do more, we're going to centralize, accelerate, and intensify our work to save more lives more quickly. That's why this new White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention is what it's designed to do. It will drive and coordinate a government and a nationwide effort to reduce gun violence in America and will be overseen by an incredible vice president who understands this more than any vice president. That was President Joe Biden over the past week or so announcing an official office of gun violence prevention. Now, is that actually about saving lives or is this just another approach to the political lightning rod of gun control laws and frankly, trying to get around recent Supreme Court decisions? I'm Mike Ferguson. I recently had a chance to visit with Chris Dorr. He is from the American Firearms Association about just that announcement this week. Now, Chris was a guest on my News Talk STL show in St. Louis. Now, while Vice President Kamala Harris is the face of the office, Chris was quick to point out in that conversation that the political appointees picked to actually run the office have a history of activism for gun control laws. Yeah, it's not even Kamala Harris that's even the worst part about this brand new. I like what you call the Ministry of Gun Ownership Prevention. That's very accurate. (laughs) Um, But it's the two deputy directors, I think, that are that that kind of shed more light on this. You got a guy named Greg Wilcott or Greg Jackson, I think his name was from the Community Justice Action Fund. He was one of the leaders in the defund the police movement. But the other guy. Rob Wilcox, the other under or the under the other deputy director for um, Vice President Kamala Harris. Now his name is Rob Wilcox. He he from Every Town for Gun Safety. This guy made his living doing class action lawsuits against the gun manufacturers every time there was a shooting where they could go after somebody for using a, a certain firearm branded uh, a certain branded firearm. So um, you know this is kind of like declaring political war on the Second Amendment. And it's not just pressure on Congress that Chris is focused on. We are seeing gun control efforts around the country right now, many of which seem to simply defy recent Supreme Court rulings in Second Amendment cases. And in addition to seeing them in states, many localities, counties and cities are also looking for ways to implement local gun control laws, whether or not anything is passed by Congress. Well, one of the things that, that that they passed in the in the quote unquote bipartisan safer communities act uh, last year, when all those traitorous Republicans cross over and join those Democrats to vote that thing through, was they appropriated I think seven hundred and fifty million dollars for the different states to enact their own red flag laws. I think when you when you have a a, a ministry created like this, it's going to be they're going to be sending their liaisons around to state legislatures all all across the country, demanding that they implement these red flag laws especially if they want to continue getting federal funding there's always strings attached you always say follow the money that's one of the major things that they're going to do and, and most of the states already quite frankly have been appropriated those monies and now that they've taken them uh you're going to have these people walking around saying okay now it's time to enact these laws 
um, that's just that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, I'm looking at the White House's announcement on this, Chris, and of course uh, it concludes with his call for more gun control laws. I mean, you know, they're 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 banning assault weapons and high capacity magazines. You know, the uh, the buzzwords that they use, requiring safe storage of firearms, requiring background checks for all gun sales, eliminating gun manufacturers' immunity from liability. And so, what you got here basically is a White House advocacy advocacy office that is there to do one thing and that is to get more gun control implemented almost in the style it seems like to me chris of of what's happening in illinois right now yeah yeah that's that's exactly right another thing one of the main objectives of this brand new task force i guess you could call it is to expedite also the implementation of his executive actions on gun control um the, the good news, I guess, if you could say there's any in all of this, is that the firewall is still Congress. If they still, if, if they want to pass a an assault weapons ban, I hope everybody can see my air quotes when I say that. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. If they, we if can they, feel if it. They want to pass. <laughs> yeah, you can feel it. If they want to do that, it still has to come through Congress, um, and, and so they can issue all the executive orders they want to, and they're going to increase their boldness, uh, just like we saw that the governor of New Mexico, they're increasing in their desire to do these things, but uh, people just really need to uh, keep the pressure on their members of Congress, on their U.S. senators, and say, don't you freaking dare uh, cross that line. Now, when it comes to actually saving lives, I mean, everybody wants gun violence reduced, but gun violence has become a buzzword. It's become a political world. When somebody says gun violence, immediately the conversation goes to politics. It goes to the Second Amendment. It goes to what you are allowed to have, what you must register to do in order to have a firearm. It is about everything except actually saving lives outside of politics. The American Firearms Association and other pro-Second Amendment groups are resisting offices like this one that the president has announced because they say the focus is on legislation and it is on regulation and it's not on things like education or motivation of individuals or community-based prevention. It's not based on things like victim services. Another concern that they've got, intimidation. Now, for instance, You may have seen some of those videos on social media. I hate the term, but, you know, the viral videos showing agents from the ATF or other law enforcement knocking on doors and asking for voluntary information about, hey, what guns do you have in the home? Now, if they don't have a warrant, uh, you haven't been accused of committing a crime or even if a crime has not been committed, they still want to know the information and say, hey, just work with us. We're trying to keep the community safe. We just want to make sure everything's okay." Now, even if you haven't done anything wrong and you want to be respectful of law enforcement, Chris argues that this approach, which we've seen on a few of these videos, it's still very rare, but he says it is not something you should engage in with law enforcement. The main objectives of this new task force is is expediting the implementation of their executive actions on these gun control. The ATF, as your listeners, I'm sure, are well aware, is they are rewriting the rules on what a what defines a machine gun. They are rewriting the rules right now on what defines a um, a firearms dealer. They want to make it through executive action so that anybody who sells a firearm to another individual is classified as an FFL. So, yes, absolutely, 
um, I think you can very much expect to see an increase in the number of federal agents showing up at people's doors uh, and demanding to see these things, demanding to confiscate these things. And I, I'll tell you this, if somebody like that shows up at your door, just ask them for their phone number and tell them that your lawyer will be in touch with them. Do not talk to these people. They don't have your best interests at heart. Um, but I think what you're seeing here is a massive expansion of the federalization of, uh, of state and local law enforcement, and this is a huge part of that. The establishment of an official presidential office of gun violence prevention is good optics for the president. It's good optics to his supporters on the left. Now, conversely, it's also a warning sign of more efforts to get around the Supreme Court rulings that uphold Second Amendment rights to those who are conservative or libertarian. In other words, it is just another layer added to the debate over gun rights and self-protection with firearms. Now, if you want to know more about the American Firearms Association, you can get in touch with them online at AmericanFirearmsAssociation.org, and you can find them pretty much on all of the social media sites if you want to learn about what they're doing and their activism. All right, well, just ahead, a new Real Clear Politics survey shows that a lot of Americans are not big fans of freedom of speech in our country. Yeah, maybe more than you would think, and it's a trend that's not exclusive to any one party. We'll talk about that just ahead right here on American Viewpoints.